Welcome to the Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast, helping people who want to improve their health and change their mindset around food so they can live the life they were designed and called for. I am your host, Adrian Delgado, and in this podcast, I'll give you step-by-step action plans to reach your health goals, as well as my favorite recipes I know you and your family will enjoy. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode. So I am taping this episode around eight o'clock at night on a Tuesday, and I was hoping to tape it a little bit earlier, but today was Girls' Day. And the reason it was Girls' Day is because it was also Boys' Day in our house. Uh, My dad took my boys, meaning Jim and my three boys, along with my brother and my nephew, shark fishing. And so they all got up at like, I don't know, two thirty three in the morning to drive two and a half hours to go shark fishing. And they had a blast. They all caught a shark. It was a catch and release. And um, the girls needed something to do too. So we declared it a girl's day. And with the exception of a two-hour visit to the DMV to get a real ID, uh, everything we did was exactly what the girls wanted to do. We, um, well, they started out by making me breakfast. They did such a great job. They made scrambled eggs and strawberries and blueberry mini muffins. And I have to tell you this proud mom moment. Um, at one point they told me, yeah, we didn't have enough milk. So we just substituted water. I was like, girls, that is amazing. Like great job thinking of what would be an acceptable substitute because they didn't want me to see what the breakfast was. It was supposed to be a surprise. And here's your bonus tip in today's episode. If you run out of milk, water works just fine in blueberry muffins. I know for some of you um, bakers out there, you are going to call blasphemy on me, but it's true. I didn't notice a difference. And so if you don't have enough milk, uh, you can just do half milk health half water or just do all water. It's fine. It's fine. And so we started out with breakfast. We went to Target. I bought a shampoo bar. It's like a bar of soap, but it's shampoo. Um, Can somebody tell me, am I the last person to know that these exist? Because I mentioned it to some of my friends and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we know about this. I'm like, what? I guess I live under a rock. I guess I do. Uh, We went to the pool, we went to Urban Air, we got ramen, we got mini blizzards, we did all of it today. And so now I'm here taping an episode for you. And, you know, that is it. That was my day today. So fun times. Um, Today's episode, though, is actually inspired by a recent sermon at our church. So we go to Journey Church in Phoenixville. Um... It's their main campus. They do have two campuses, uh, one in Montgomeryville. And as I'm listening to our pastor talk about, you know, in his sermon, at one point I lean over to Jim and I'm like, I feel like I could use all this material and have it apply to nutrition. Like, I feel like some of my clients would really benefit from this. So, and that is how this podcast was 
created. Um, so I'm using some of the words from our pastor, Steve. Some of this I'm kind of taking above and beyond, but I really think the information is great and just want to spend a, a few brief moments. This isn't going to be a long episode, but just want to talk about the importance of integrity when it comes to setting goals. All right. And specifically nutrition goals. So Steve tells us that we're great at making the announcement. We're awful at accomplishing the achievement. So when it comes to declaring something, making a statement, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to start exercising. I'm going to, you know, improve my cholesterol. We're great at making the announcement of what we want to do, but we're awful at accomplishing the achievement. We're terrible with the follow through. And I'm not sure if the declaration part is just exciting because it it makes us look more important than we feel in the moment. Like I have decided to do this. You know, almost as if you're standing on a mountaintop declaring to whoever will listen, this is what I'm going to set out to do. Right? And it doesn't have to be quite as dramatic as that. We could just be telling our spouse or our coworker on Monday, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to lose 10 pounds before summer starts, right? You make this declaration. But the problem is we don't really think about what goes in to actually making that de- declaration come true. We just throw out words kind of flippantly, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start doing this. But we don't actually think about what does that include? You know, am I willing to do that work? Do I even have the time to do that work? Right? So we're great at making the announcement. We're awful at accomplishing the achievement. Uh, But this is the thing. Your follow through, right? The actual doing the work will follow you. Your follow through will follow you. Meaning your follow through is who you will be. Your follow-through, kind of like, it's a collection of habits that eventually become who you are. It's your consistent way of showing up. Meaning, if you say you're going to do something, which by definition is integrity, right? And you follow through, you are now a person of integrity. It is part of your character, But if you are in the habit of quitting as soon as something gets tough, well, that will follow you around as well. Not only does it show others that you're not dependable, but more importantly, it destroys your trust with yourself. And the the dangerous thing about that is we think that the promises that we make to ourselves are not that big of a deal. Unless it's declared for the world to know, unless we posted it on social media, if I decide I'm not really going to follow through with it, it's not a big deal. But it is a big deal because how you show up in the little things will be how you show up in the big things, right? And so when we start to create health goals and we just throw them out without any care to what words we're actually saying, when we don't follow through with it, it could potentially be just another example of how we don't follow through with our decisions and why we can't be trusted and why that little voice in the back of your head is like, see, 
I knew you weren't going to be able to do it. I was just waiting for you to, to mess it up. See, a lot of times we're curious, why do I do the things I do? Why can't I just do what I say I want to do? I get that all the time. I know what I'm supposed to do. I know how I'm supposed to eat, but I don't do it. Why? It's because we haven't earned that trust with ourselves. Because every time we declare something, we just disregard it as soon as something better comes along. A holiday, a weekend, a Thursday night with friends, right? As soon as a better opportunity comes along, we just quickly are willing to throw out everything that we just declared. Most of the times we don't even remember we declared it. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. I did say I was going to try to eat healthier. Or that's right. I did say I wasn't going to eat after eight o'clock, right? Great at making the announcement, awful at accomplishing the achievement. And so today we're just, like I said, going to spend just a couple minutes talking about the importance of creating goals with integrity. Now, during the sermon, Steve brought something to my attention. I have never noticed this before. Maybe you have. But he said, I want you to look at the word integrity, right? Who you are when nobody's looking, you know, do you, do you actually follow through with what you say you're going to do? Integrity. And he said, look at the middle of that word. There's another word hidden in integrity, and it's grit. Right? We like to think of grit like down and dirty and doing the hard work and the stuff that nobody wants to do and, and the dedication and the devotion. Right? Grit feels like dirty. I guess because grit can be dirty. <laughs> I guess that can be another word, grit, grime right? It's the get, it's the getting dirty to get things done, doing things that people aren't willing to do. And, and grit is respectable, but so is integrity. Grit is what enables you to make good on the promises, right? Again, it's easy to declare a goal, but grit is where you show up when no one is watching, Right? When it's nine o'clock at night and your whole family has gone to bed and you just want to watch one more episode on Netflix and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I could have a snack. Nobody's even down here. Nobody will even know that I ate it. Right? Grit is what shows up when no one is watching. It's you staying on the couch and watching another episode and going to bed versus just grabbing the food and then telling yourself I'll start tomorrow. That's grit. Right? Grit also shows up when no one is celebrating. Right? So we like to think, again, that if we don't post it on social media, it's not a big deal. Because we're at this point where everything is posted on social media. Right? Girls' Day today. My girls took so many ridiculous selfies. I just kept deleting them. I'm like, we do not need to take 400 pictures of you making faces with filters. Like, can we just stop all of that? right? Oh, but we can post it. I'm like, we're not posting any of this. This is just a girl's day. We're having fun. I'll send a picture to grandma, (laughs) right? So we just, we get to this point where we want everyone to see our, what we're doing, our highlight reel, right? But grit is who you are in the moments where you're not posting any of this stuff. Because I don't want people to know this is what my house looks like. I don't want people to know I ate this. I just told you I had a mini blizzard tonight with my girls. 
right? Grit is honest and transparent and it's messy and it's work, right? And honestly, those are the components of integrity. Grit is when you feel all alone and you want to quit. In fact, Steve said, if you don't have grit, you'll always quit. He's kind of good with words. I like, I like that. If you don't have grit, you'll always quit. Right? So the reason I keep bringing this up is not because I want you to make loftier goals. In fact, I want you to do the opposite. I want you to be really honest with yourself And I want you to be really careful about your word selection. I want you to be really careful about the words you choose because how you think eventually becomes how you feel, which eventually becomes your behaviors. And a collection of your behaviors eventually becomes your outcome. So it's really important we start at the root of the issue and we're very clear on what words we say, how we think, what goals we declare if we want to have follow through. Because ultimately, isn't that the goal? If we say we're going to do something, we want to accomplish it? Or do are we just throwing words around empty? Oh, well, they knew I didn't mean that. Well, no, I thought you said that if you wanted to do this, I mean, that's what I do when I hold people accountable. You say you want to drink more water. You say you want to increase vegetables. You say you want to check your blood sugars every morning. Oh, I didn't really mean it. I just said it. What? No. You said it because you wanted to do it. And that level of accountability help ensures that you actually do it. But what I'd like you to do is let's even back up even more. Because the goal is if you're going to start something, I want you to finish it. And so if finishing is the ultimate goal, then it is so important to declare the right goals. So this recently happened to me specifically just earlier this week. So if you listen to a podcast back in January, um, I... Uh, I did a podcast with my colleague, Heather. So Heather and I do these workouts uh, by Carolyn Gerben. They're free on YouTube. Highly, highly recommend them. I really, really like them. If you add up all of her free content, I bet you have about three years worth of workouts, maybe two and a half years. Now she has an app that you can pay for, but Heather and I have decided we're going to do all of her free content before we move to the app. And, um, And so we've been looking at what new program we want to do. There is a Facebook page where people who have completed different programs, sometimes they'll post before and afters. And, you know, it's hard not to get sucked into some of those after pictures where these women are are really in great shape. And, you know, they're always like, oh, you have to macro count. You have to count your macros if you want to have really defined abs. And I'd be lying if I said I didn't really want to find abs. I want them. But to be honest, I don't want to do the work required to get them. You know, so when Heather and I are like, all right, what are our goals for these next 10 weeks? Because we picked out another program. And we're like, should we count our macros? And at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't want to count my macros. I have no desire to micromanage my diet. I just don't. I don't want to have to put everything into a tracker. That is me personally. 
that may or may not be you. And I don't have any judgment if your goals are different than mine. They're just different. Right. But what I did tell her was I'm like, I felt like that's what I should do. Well, we probably should counter macros this time, do something different. And then I think, you know, a couple seconds went by and I texted her back. I'm like, actually, no, I don't want to do that at all. Actually, I just want to focus on eating mindfully at my meals, like paying attention to my hunger and fullness cues, um, specifically fullness cues, because that's still something I work on. Um, And I want to be able to stop. When I feel those fullness cues, I want to be able to, to say, okay, I'm good. And I, that will serve me for so much longer. Um, that'll be a much better goal than just saying I'm going to count my macros, knowing that a week and a half into it, I'm going to be bored with it and then stop doing it. So before you make a health goal, I want you to think of a couple things. Number one, I want you to think... Is this what I really, really want to do? You've got to have an honest conversation with yourself. Is this what I want to do? Or am I just saying it because it sounds like the next thing I should say? Because my neighbor's doing it and I I probably should do that too. Right? And then another important question you can ask yourself is, do I have the time to do this work? Because you can't keep adding. Right? And... Jimmy D, my husband, in Jim's powerful words, you can't keep adding. You have to subtract. We only have a finite time. We only have finite energy levels and resources. You can't just keep adding to your day without something else sacrificing. Right? So you can't just keep adding more things. So what are you going to give up to make room for this new habit? Are you okay with that? Is your family okay with that? What will suffer if you cut something else out? Or did that, I don't think that came out right. What will suffer if you cut something out? I guess that is right. I can't think of a better way to say it. All right. So... Do you have the right resources to make this happen? Do you need to make an investment? Do you have the money to make that investment? What do you have to cut out in order to make that investment? Right? Again, I just don't want to be so flippant with our words. I want to be very careful and intentional about the goals we make because the ultimate goal is to see it through. It's to have that integrity. It's to be able to have that grit and follow through when it's messy. That's ultimately what we want. But most importantly, we want to develop self-trust with yourself. The reason why so many people quit when they're working on a habit and they can't follow through is because they don't even actually believe they can do it. Because their history has told them it's just a matter of time before they'll fail again. And I want you to have different thoughts. When you have different thoughts, you can think different things. You can think better things. You can ask better questions. You can start seeing opportunities. I just had a, um, uh, I'm not really a meeting. Actually, one of my clients had reached out to me. And for the longest time, she enjoys having dessert after a meal, which is great. I like having dessert too. And then we started having conversations about, well, 
you know, does every dessert after dinner have to be a 10, like the best thing you ever ate? You know, could there be desserts that sometimes they're a seven? She's like, oh no, nope, they need to be a 10. Like that is the part of my evening that I really enjoy. I was like, okay. And we kind of dropped it. And then the next thing, uh, next time she came in, she's like, well, I started thinking about it. Maybe they don't need to all be a 10. Maybe, maybe I can have some that are just, you know, okay. And I can be okay with that. They don't all need to be this amazing experience. I was like, all right, yeah, let's try it and see how it goes. And then just recently, she reached out to me and she's like, oh, you know, I've decided that maybe dessert doesn't even have to be a dessert. Maybe it can just be a piece of chocolate and I can be okay with that. I'm like, that's amazing. Because like three months ago, it had to be the most amazing dessert that was ever created by the best baker in the world. And now all of a sudden you're thinking different. And you're asking better questions like, well, what would it look like if I just had a piece of chocolate? Could I still get the experience I'm desiring, but at a different caloric value, right? But she would not have gotten there without going through those steps. Again, when you have different thoughts, you start thinking, you start thinking better, you start asking better questions, and you just naturally progress towards your goal. All right. So... I want you to be successful. I am rooting for you, right? I told you, I'm your biggest cheerleader. I'm your biggest fan. Like, I want you to succeed more than anything. But part of that success means creating the right goals, specifically ones with integrity, so you can show up and be the person you want to be. All right? So that is your assignment. I want you to make goals with integrity And I want to see how that changes how you show up. And I want you to tell me about it because it's not fair for me to just give information to you all the time. I want to hear that information back. So if you find this information helpful, uh, share it with a friend, um, send me a message, you know, whether it's through our website or through um, social media, let me know your new goal and then Let me celebrate with you when you're getting those wins. All right. Okay. Let's get you your recipe for the week. So this is to celebrate the end of the summer, this recipe. Uh, I love peaches. I love peaches in August. And so um, even in September, they're still delicious. So this recipe is for a peach basil ricotta flatbread which is like an awesome lunch. It can be a great afternoon snack idea. It can be part of a dinner. It's just delicious. So for this recipe, you're going to need a non flatbread. All right. Um, you're going to need a third of a cup of ricotta cheese, one ripe peach peeled and sliced, two teaspoons of fresh basil, some black pepper, and balsamic glaze. All right, you're going to preheat your oven to 425 degrees. And then meanwhile, you're going to take your non bread, you're going to spread ricotta all over it, and then put your sliced peaches on top. Bake that for 10 to 12 minutes. Remove it from the oven and top with the basil, black pepper, and a drizzle of the glaze. And enjoy 
this amazing experience. It's sweet, it's creamy, it's delicious. And so, so simple. You know me, I love, love simple recipes. All right, guys, that's what I got for you this week. I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Nourish Eat Repeat podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please rate, review, and share with others so we can reach and help more people. For more information about nutrition, how to work with a dietitian, or about any of our programs, visit our website at bodymetricshealth.com. You can also find us on socials. We're on Instagram and Facebook at bodymetricshealth. The book Nourish Eat Repeat is available on our website and Amazon in both paperback and ebook versions. Once again, I'm Adrienne Delgado, and I'll see you next week.